0: Hello, Mr. Dave. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, uh, we are starting a podcast. And, uh, you know, you and I, we've been friends for a long time. We met in yeah. art school. I was studying film and, and you were studying uh, graphic arts. What, what was your exact major? design. <laughs> I was, design I was in
1: animation. So animation not not yeah. that far off from film,
0: really. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a cousin to film. Um, but anyway, you know, I've been terrible at uh, keeping in touch with you over the years. Um, but we always have good conversations when we do meet up. So uh, we kind of decided, well, let's have a podcast. And, you know, it will force us to, um, you know, have to talk to each other once a week or once every couple of weeks or whatever it ends up being. Um, we don't even have a name for our podcast yet. But uh, we have a general idea. Um, do you want to jump in and tell any questions? you know potential audience uh, kind of the the general idea of our discussion here
1: um i like movies so i'll just keep talking about movies until people tell me to stop talking that's basically like where how we got here
0: <laughs> absolutely and and i was thinking is uh, you know if we end up going with this um, kind of the report card idea mm-hmm. uh you know that doesn't have to be the name of the podcast, but essentially, what we'll be doing is you and I will each be reviewing a a a film or a book, most likely a film. At least one. Um, at least one. Um, we can be talking possibly about current events or or anything you know special topics occasionally. Um, but yeah, as our uh, our our shared love of film um, that's probably going to be where we spend the majority of our. I time. I think
1: yeah, we should just kind of start with film and then go wherever the you know the random takes us there's a lot of podcasts with people just ranting and i'm going to be one of those people now
0: yeah absolutely i'm all <laughs> so. about it that's why I, that's why i wanted to do this with you um so uh, for today you and i each kind of uh, reviewed two films um popular movies from 2022 uh both franchise titles that debuted on a streaming channel um, yeah from my perspective one of them i loved and is in my top 10 i know you didn't like it as much um, and then one of them I absolutely hate, but it tends to—it it seems to be kind of a darling movie. Um, and uh, those films are Ryan Johnson's *Last Onion*, the sequel to *Knives Out*, and um, Hulu's uh, *Prey*, the stealth prequel to *Predator*. Yeah. Well, what, what, let's let's jump right in here, Dave. Your 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 primary assignment for tonight was <laughs> to review *Prey*. My assignment. Um, what did yeah. you think?
1: So I didn't like it. Everybody else loved it. Um, I could gripe about it all day long. So I'm just going to start and say that I gave this film a 4 out of 10. Uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it pretty high, like 80, 90 kind of place. But there are a lot of reasons why this film does nothing for me. Um, I'll just talk about the good stuff first I like the sky <laughs> There's a couple of good shots of the sky and uh you can tell it's a real sky That's that's about it So <laughs> after that um I mean I I guess the acting is fine I guess you know there's there's some there's a long fight scene in there which is kind of now the norm which is this long one take that looks pretty good. But a lot of the other stuff in the movie doesn't feel like a Predator movie and it doesn't feel it doesn't it doesn't feel like it makes any sense to me. So like they're trying to go historical, but then she has this magic axe that that would never work at all. I think the biggest thing for me though is that the Predator is now like Jason Voorhees. He is like a big bullet-soaking tank that walks really slowly and knifes people. And he's not like... He's not smart. This Predator is not smart. He's the dumbest fucking Predator on that planet. <laughs> he's no... He can't... He, he's like trying to put his shield through a rock. He's like, why don't the shield go through the rock? It <laughs> just can't do it. Um, the best part of... Actually, the Predator for me was when he fights that bear because we haven't seen that before. And, you know i mean leo dicaprio fought a bear and we, we know how that went um <laughs> but but the rest of it he's just walking slowly and appearing sometimes and very convenient i don't know it just it just kind of bored me oh another thing too is that i i kind of don't like when there's one smart character and everybody else is like telling them they're stupid and when it's obvious that they're the only smart one Uh, I tend to like movies where you have at least two smart people that can, like, have a conversation with each other and, like, make me think in some way. Uh, She kind of reminded me of, like, the final girl trope where it's, like, she's, Predator kills everybody else, you know, and then she's, like, I'm so smart and I'm gonna fight back and I don't know.
0: Fair, fair that's all no, I, I mean that's that's I, uh, all i
1: got for now you you give me something and i'll shoot it down now
0: yeah let, let's, let's <laughs> have dialogue here. well i think we should also put it out there that that you're not a big fan of horror film in general no. and um i do think that this one kind you of know, blends the line so i i, I, I realized i
1: realize that i like horror i don't like gratuitous violence and gore so I like horror like Poltergeist, if you consider that a horror. I actually like PG-13 horror <laughs> because it tends to be scary without the, you know, the graphic part of it.
0: Sure. No, and, and um, I, I, I definitely second that. Um, those are my favorite type, the psychological horror. You know, I think, um, not to go off on a tangent, but um, one, one Netflix investment that I think has really paid off is their deal with Mike Flanagan. Um, Mike Flanagan is the director behind uh, Doctor Sleep, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that's I good think movie. it's a wonderful movie um, as a, on its own, as well as a sequel to both um, Stephen King's book and the Jack Nicholson movie. That's um, a hard movie a too,
1: because of all the it's... things he had to put together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and and I, 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 but he consistently proves himself. The only thing that that he recently did that I didn't like was uh, I think it's called the Midnight Club or something um he only produced that but it was not it wasn't my cup of tea i know that people liked it but anyway my point is that the psychological horror he's doing better than just about anybody right now um and and so i'm definitely in that boat but i also like creature features i also like slashers you know like there's a huge michael myers you know life-size stand-up on the other side of the computer you know i i'm definitely all about that but you're telling me to watch halloween he's the same it, though right he's the same he appears out of nowhere not, i'm telling you, everybody <laughs> else, okay so uh again because this is a discussion i don't really care if we go off the rails a little bit and and i want to review this later um but uh i think we should halloween go off the rails is my favorite movie of the year um i say that as somebody who absolutely loves the halloween franchise and someone who is a huge horror hound. horror is probably my number one genre um i know that that you know it gets a bad rap but the 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 ones are fantastic and i think that uh halloween ends is going to be a movie that people look back in 10-15 years and recognize how smart it is and and so um, i want to go off
1: the rails that's fun for me so what did you think of barbarian
0: um barbarian i i okay so here's the thing is it's um, bad i'm not on any social (laughs) media (laughs) No, no, I I enjoyed it. For the most part, I enjoyed it. I don't have any social media. Um, And so I didn't get any of the the pre film hype. I had heard of the movie, right? And in the advertising, the built in advertising, you know, they were talking about how audiences were going crazy for it. Uh Um, So I I understood that there was kind of a zeitgeist behind the movie. But then I didn't see it until until video. Um, And I got to say, like, okay, there are some, you know, for lack of a better term plot holes but the thing about about these types of movies is that it's a lot like sci-fi right there is just kind of this uh Go this with suspension it. of disbelief right you have to kind of do that in order to buy into the general world that that these stories take place in so a lot of the the plot holes that people had i recognize that they are story contrivances but but they don't yeah. bother me as much it um, kind of i and... mean i guess
1: for me the movie was kind of it it wasn't as shocking to me as maybe for other people, you know, like I feel like if you've seen Psycho you've kind of seen this before, and then the first part of the movie where we're supposed to think that she's in trouble and he's some kind of killer it ends up being kind of like unfair to the audience in a way, because you're clearly building this up as a director that we should be suspicious
0: of him, and there's really no payoff for that at all. I mean, well, here's the thing about that. I think it's really. I, I, I almost think it's kind of okay. So, in in the other movie that we're going to talk about tonight, Ryan Johnson's terrible fucking glass <laughs> onion. Um, part of the 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 big reveal is that it's all so dumb, right? And and um, what he's trying to do is say it's so dumb it's brilliant, right? Um, but it's not. It's just fucking stupid. But anyway, back to Barbarian. I don't think they're actually trying to trick you. I think uh, be, by by casting two specific people, by casting Alexander Skarsgård or whatever his name is, the guy who played It and he's always creepy, as that role, it's an immediate red herring. But the audience recognizes that it's probably a red herring. Right? Your because camera's otherwise... like moving a little bit. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're so into it. <laughs> uh, I, I get animated.
0: Um. So... The audience, I think, recognizes the red herring, and same thing with Justin Long. On the flip side, like Justin Long is always the guy that you cast as the likable guy. You know, the the the, the um he, he's not a threat, yeah. And so I think immediately, um, you recognize even and obviously the the call that he gets talking about. Okay, there's some type of sexual harassment thing. You're on, automatically on edge already. So I don't think that the director is trying to trick anybody. I think he cast Justin Long because you want. To and so when, yeah, he casts when, against when, type. Yeah, yeah, and, and exactly. It is a classic casting against type. But but like you go down that road with Justin Long, at least I did, right? Because obviously there's something scummy or at least kind of on the edge about him, right? He he was involved in a situation that's at the, at the very best questionable. Um, but then when he has that fireside breakdown at the end, I really wanted to believe that that he was shitty, but he recognizes it, and maybe maybe this is his um his redemption but it's not he's just a scumbag yeah and the director I will. passed him because they want you want the audience to go i want to like you but you're a fucking scumbag
1: he was consistently a scumbag like he's trying to measure the square footage he doesn't really he just seems like a no. dummy overall well
0: and yeah and a stupid <laughs> a stupid scum scummy guy but that's that is kind of the genius in casting justin long is that if you cast somebody like um I don't know, who else? If you cast somebody like uh, Shia LaBeouf in right. that role. Oh, right? what's Shia's his name? great actor, but you're going to want to see Shia go down. Who's the other guy? The, has...
1: the Jarhead guy.
0: Jake Gyllenhaal?
1: Yeah, he's the one that's like, he just, you never
0: know. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, creepy from he's, the he's, outset, too. They could have put him yeah, in the Scar's Guard role. Breaking out of that kind of theoretical, you know, leading man role i i like um, him when he's
1: when he's a leading man but even when he's a leading man he seems like he's a little not not all there i don't know <laughs> not, like like he has that kind of like i can go crazy at any moment kind of thing
0: i think he's got the colin farrell thing like in actually it's funny because when when i met you is 2003 and this was right when colin farrell was blown up they were throwing him in everything right he did tiger land which was this independent joel schumacher movie and he was really good and he was excellent in it and then they're like, well, you got to be in Daredevil, and you got to be in this, and you got to be in that, and he was in everything. But the thing is, is that he's a character actor who just happens to be a beautiful man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so Hollywood cast him as the beautiful man. But all of those movies bombed because that wasn't his essence. That's not who he is. And now he's finally making a resurgence, playing these weirdo characters in weirdo movies, and he's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a lesser degree of that. I don't think he's as as talented as Colin Farrell. But I think he's he's more of that, um, you know. He'd be playing, I don't know, Lon Chaney characters in the '40s. You know what I mean? He's not mm-hmm. like he's not uh, Gary Cooper, but they cast him as Gary Cooper.
1: Yeah, I t- I I mean I like him. I like I I think he's a good actor.
0: <laughs> like I but like he makes a lot of bad decisions too. And, yeah. and you know maybe it's well like, I think maybe it's so, yeah. It might be a one for them, one for me kind of thing yeah. I and mean, everybody in Hollywood does that. Um but yeah. like the bad ones really stand out with, yeah. with him. Like I mean, he what was the movie where the ice is chasing people down? It was like his first um yeah. big budget. He should you know just focus on making good ones. Well, he's at a point now <laughs> where he can, right? Like he's made all the money. He's connected. Um That's that's what, that's what's funny about Hollywood, too, right? Like like we they portray it their publicists portray it like these guys came out of nowhere but isn't like dustin hoffman his his god father oh, probably i mean they're you gotta know connected. somebody
1: i saw yeah. somebody say that acting is acting is the same as lying and everybody does it and mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's probably true so right.
0: i mean i don't think it's easy <laughs> right like like because um, i so, okay so here's what i think
1: it's easy for some people
0: sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who are gonna lie have like a legit personality <laughs> they, you know how there are people who are kind of like there's just sheets blowing in the wind yeah Again, you know i think the, that could we, be we, me. before we were recording are we talking about like i was saying that five percent of people on either side of an argument truly believe what they're saying and, and the rest of yeah. these kind of a herd mentality um i think there's like five percent of well not no not, i'm not gonna use that percentage but i think there's a large percentage of people who actually don't have a personality They've never formed an actual personality because they've never like taken a a hard stance on something or they've never really thought about something in depth. They've never done any real research into something. So they just kind of take whatever comes over the news or the radio, or whatever their friends say, and they kind of roll with it. But because they haven't given any thought, they just, you know, I think there are people like that who are good actors.
1: I feel like it's a bit about like putting yourself in the moment, almost like hypnotizing yourself like oh i'm in this world or i'm in this scene or like i'm in this in this love or i'm in this frenzy or like i'm just in this diner or whatever and whatever it is it's like you just kind of make believe that it's true and for some people they can just do that and kind of become that person for a little bit and then snap out of it
0: um I, I think, I think that, that there are a small percentage of people like the daniel day Lewis's who who really live the character but i think yeah. a lot of people are pretending they're daniel day lewis
1: yeah well but there's also people who i think do just as good a job personally i think do just as good a job as daniel day lewis and they don't stay in character in their trailer and yeah. <laughs> all these other things so i think his way is his way that works for him but uh you know.
0: I was just reading a, uh, an interview. I don't remember who it was, but some actor in the news just recently was talking about, "No, I'm not a psychopath. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't just walk around set for three months like in this right. fucking character in makeup." But there or... are people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so what did you think about uh, the ending of Barbarian?
1: Well, I I mean, I just felt like that whole movie was really, it was both predictable and trying not to be predictable, which is why I don't think it works for me like i i my my score i tend to base most of my score on the writing like if i think the writing is good and somebody told me about a predator comic where it was like a native american hunts down a predator Mm -hmm. and i thought that would have been a great story i would have loved to see to to watch her vision
0: quest and then they hunt the predator well just yeah
1: like you know maybe she's got to prove herself i don't know what she's got to do so she stalks and kills the, the predator as if it were a tiger
0: but that's basically what this movie is it's just the predator comes to find her first
1: yeah the predator finds her everywhere the predator finds everyone and knifes them and like it could have been a more kind of thoughtful thing for her to be you know tracking the predator you know through the trees or whatever and etc um I think it can be difficult to write a movie where you only have one person. So I probably would have had maybe her and her brother do it together and then the brother dies. I think the brother dying was also not well done. That whole thing was, like, silly. He was, like, running around on a horse and stabbed the Predator pretty good. Again, the Predator is now, like Jason Voorhees, he Predator gets shot in the back of the head at point blank. Doesn't matter. Just shrugs it off. (laughs) I guess he was already brain damaged. But, um... The the brother, after kicking predator ass for like I don't know how long on screen, at least a minute, he just is like, "Yep, it's time for me to go," and then and then, <laughs> okay, dies. I, I
0: have okay, I, I need to jump in. So I okay, here's, I understand these criticisms, um, but again, I guess you, you can know, only you know... stab
1: a predator so many times before you get tired. He's like, "Man, I stabbed him like ten times, and now I'm just exhausted of of." stabbing him and since he's undead i'll just uh fucking give up and let him murder me there's
0: an entire legacy of these movies so here's the thing okay i really like the predator franchise not just the first one i think most people go i love the first one and then there's a bunch of shit yeah i watched this i watched the first
1: and the second one and i watched i've seen the first avp movie
0: so I haven't that, seen every single one. A lot of people say the second AVP movie is the worst, and, and it's dark as shit and you can't see anything, but it's way better than, than Paul Anderson's AVP. Anyway, I love Predator. I think Predator 2 is fun but dumb, and definitely you know a yeah. movie of early 90s. That's what I remember. Yeah, I think... Yeah, um, I, think uh,
1: I did not rewatch uh, it for this. <laughs> I would not do cool. that.
0: I think his name's Nimrod Atal or something. He directed Predators. With Avery yeah. and Brody, I thought that was uh-huh. really solid. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a genre-defining movie, but like as far as a you know sequel to a thirty-year-old movie, I thought it did some interesting things. And then Shane Black broke my heart because I love Shane Black. I love his writing. He's returning to the Predator franchise, and then he just totally shits the bed. It's the worst. It's easily the worst movie of the franchise. Even Which one is that? Anderson. It's called Predator: The Predator. It's from oh yeah, yeah. I remember this. And yeah. And I re- like I know that the whole back half of the movie was you know reshoots and re edits and all this and, and so no excuses. Like fault. There's no but excuses for a bad there's movie. There's no excuses. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. But I, I really enjoyed this movie, and I enjoyed it because it strips it back down to its basics. Right, like Predator is kind of a it's a hunter movie. Right, it's not like to me Predator is not wall to wall action. It's 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 a it's a duel of of wits, right? Between two people, whittles down to two characters, and it's a it's a back and forth cat and mouse hunt game. Um, and and I really liked how they did that. Um, and although I understand what you're saying with the brother, I thought that actor Dakota Beavers, just has tons of charisma. Beavers. Like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The of beavers, man. I'm telling you, that guy's <laughs> gonna be a star. He he's got so much fucking charisma that that even for some of the cheesier, like he delivered. If it bleeds, we can kill it better than the original. That's a
1: that's a pretty cliched line too.
0: Well, and but that's what I like about this movie is that it's almost like it's not a prequel to Predator. It's almost like it's um, a multiverse, right? Like different decisions previous to this event had skewed. This reality just a little bit, and so our predator's a little bit different. He comes at an earlier time, but you can see so many callbacks to the original that are both callbacks as well as deviations. Like, um, you know, in Predator, you get a Native American who cuts himself, you know, down the chest line. In mm-hmm. this one, some some um White some guy. Uh, fur traders capture the native american and cut him down his chest line and then there are the lines that are repeating and then they're like it, it it often will introduce um an iconic image or a situation from the original but then it it zigs instead of zags, oh, and i really appreciated that
1: i not me <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good segue to Rand johnson because you don't get points for zigging and zagging for me okay well, on, yeah, the, old, okay, on so- the old on the old you get a formula or you get a uh, something that Maybe you know that I haven't seen or whatever, and then you're well, like, "Oh, I'm going to go yeah. in the opposite direction." Get
0: into Ryan Johnson. Let <laughs> me say that this is why I wanted to pair these two movies because I feel that Prey does the subverting expectations right, and Ryan Johnson again does the subverting of expectations wrong. Okay. Yep. No.
1: Okay. So that that's you. I mean, it's a good segue. So you can tell me your you're, you're going to start on Glass. Yeah, onion, yeah. Right? I can start on gonna... So
0: okay. Let's just. Uh, I'll just start by saying um, I'm not a Ryan Johnson hater. I I really like most of his filmography. I think Brick is fantastic. It's really inventive. It's a film noir set in yeah, you know, what Brick was too. then modern day high school. Is um, <laughs> zero. You know, for it's, it's a goofy whatever concept. for me. Right. See, I think it's a goofy concept, but I think he pulls it off because he treats it with respect, and I think that's going to be important for this conversation. He okay. treats it with respect. Um. Brothers Bloom is fantastic. Uh, Looper, Looper, it has some some issues, but but again, it's it's well done enough that you can just go with those issues. Um, and then he did Star Wars, and um, okay, I have a theory, and the theory goes like this: Ryan Johnson's whole life has been spent subverting expectations because his name is spelled R I A N.
1: I think the same thing. I've it's literally he, right, had the same psychology there Yeah. From
0: when he was young, and everybody kept on spelling his name wrong, or everybody would give him shit because his name was spelled differently. There became this this psychological he embraced switch. It. Yes, he said, "I'm going to do this with my life. I'm going to be Ryan with an I. I'm going my own fucking way. And right. and in certain situations, it works, like a noir detective story set in high school. That is a subversion of expectations, but he respects the general material and respects the general rules of the of the story. Um, with Glass Onion, it is the dumbest piece of shit movie to a, to an original that I really enjoyed. Now the original has a lot of these. That's also products. directed by him. Yes, and written by him um yeah and the original has a lot of these same problems right there are a lot of plot uh there there, there's a lot of convenience in all of his writing and there's a lot of dumb character and there's a lot of exposition and there's a lot of things that don't make initial sense and there's a lot of well one specific example in in knives out he never outright shoots something one way only to reveal it a different way it's often done with editing Right in different mm-hmm. moments, but not so blatantly as here's a shot, and now here is the same shot in a different way. So in in Glass Onion, the first half of the movie's bullshit, right? Because they reveal um, uh, mid in midpoint that this this was all a, a ruse by the two main characters. But but in this in this reveal, they're going back through scenes that we saw one way initially, and then in the reveal, it's done a completely different way. And so there is a shot, for example, where we see Batista watching his girlfriend cheat on him. And in the original shot, in the exact same frame, you see just Daniel Craig's head pop out. If you mm-hmm. compare that to the reveal shot, the exact same shot, at the exact same time, his head pops out, Daniel Craig and um, um, Janelle Monae. This,
1: well, think... this
0: is cheating. Because this is not an angle difference. This is not a different moment in time. This is this is not a recollection. This is a lie well, that, okay, that he presented so to his audience.
1: He is a fucking liar. But actually, I think that one he covered his butt on, which is the typical Ryan Johnson way. Because actually, when when they're both there, is when the noise happens. So there's no, a noise.
0: Well, you rewatch it. I rewatched. It. <laughs> That's the way. I'm telling you, it's not. Okay. That's the way he he edits it. Because he's trying to cover his ass. But if you rewatch the shot side by side, which I've done, uh-huh. you can time it. In shot one, Daniel, Hegg's, uh, Daniel Craig's head comes out. In shot two, yeah. they come out simultaneously. It's not like Daniel Craig's head comes out and then General right. Monet's head comes they out. They both have the motion. Yeah. Yes. It's I a see. lie. And so he, he shot it twice. Over and over again. And then he has the gall to go back and say, I fooled you. And, right. and, and, okay, so I wrote down a series of um, good thing, right? Good thing for. So I'm just going to go <laughs> over this list. Okay. Okay. Good thing for the identical twin. Good thing for the secret diary that explains 10 years of personal interaction. Good thing for the sister accent game, which, right? I mean, you know, <clears throat> okay. Um, good Rich thing bitch. that everyone always eavesdrops exactly when and where it's needed. Yeah. Good thing Rescue can't come until morning. Good thing she was shot directly in the diary, which happens to be bulletproof. Good thing that they were able to fool a grown adults with hot sauce. Instead of posing for <laughs> hot blood. sauce looked like blood, yeah. yeah. Good thing that uh, Miles didn't just immediately burn that fucking napkin. I mean, there, I, I could go on and on. I'm not right. going to yeah. but the entire plot is dumb good thing for it
1: right it's just it's very convenient and there's a lot of kind of running the audience around with that convenience and there's so much of going back to of like showing the audience something and then being like oh but this thing that i didn't show you changes things and for me that's such a cheat to do that, and there's a lot of movies that try that, and it never works. It's never a good idea because, uh, what is it? There's like a saying, right? Like if you have a bomb in a movie, if and and the bomb just goes off in the diner, it's like yeah, what the fuck? You gotta the show fuck?
0: the ticking bomb at the beginning, to right? If you
1: saw somebody plant the bomb, like if you if you have two people talking in a diner, and then the bomb goes off, and then you say like 15 minutes earlier, and you show the guy the guy planning the bomb it's like where's the who cares but if you yeah. show the guy plant the bomb and then have them sit there and we know that there's a bomb there there's a lot more suspense and when you're the director of the movie maker you have total control over what the audience sees and to simply omit information or not show information for the sake of a gotcha later it never it never works. It's never a good idea. It's always a bad idea. Um, I wonder if Ryan Johnson knows that Ryan Johnson and he just again is like, "Well, I'm going to break the rules for fun." Um, he's he's I, a
0: smart he's a smart and talented filmmaker. Like he's doing this on purpose. Yeah. Right? And he's literally he's, rubbing he's trolling our you. Nose in it. He's trolling He's you. rubbing our nose in it at the end, saying <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. But the problem is is that by by doing that the general audiences who are loving this movie think that it's an excuse well, for bad writing. He did they that in an Star Wars for too. Irredeemable characters who are stupid.
1: Do you remember in Star Wars where he's like, "We have to throw away the past," and it's like they're talking directly to the audience. It feels like that. It feels like when 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 Kyle's like, I gotta throw away the past," and and like forget about all that stuff that came before. You know, it feels like the character is talking to us. And in the same way, when uh, the detective.
0: Was it LeBlanc? What's his name? What's the main character's name? Who's not even remotely the same character from the first one? And again, it's bad writing. They're like, oh, he got traumatized from the pandemic or whatever. But it's like, like the character is not the same. It's a different character.
1: Well, he says something like, you know, oh, it's it's not it's not smart or whatever. It's just it's so dumb. It's smart or whatever. Somebody says so dumb it's smart, and he's like, no, it's just stupid. And I think again, he's speaking to the audience like
0: absolutely this is just stupid like that's not an out that's not an out you know like this is not an excuse for an entire entire film that was terribly written and terribly terribly conceived of. yeah and then they bring them on lisa like yeah i hated that (laughs) and uh who is that for like still be responsible for that you know like janelle the arson character would be going to prison forever
1: (laughs) well i think that they i i think that they would have all lied for her right and said that he started the fire. Oh,
0: okay, I don't know what okay. they were going There's, for, there, but it doesn't. It doesn't so matter. It
1: doesn't matter because we, the audience, have a certain morality, right? We, the audience, know that what she did was wrong. I don't. I don't understand a human being, and maybe there are a whole bunch. Clearly, it has a good score, but I don't understand a human being that's like, yeah, fuck the Mona Lisa. You got him good. It's like what? <laughs> like, I know. I know. Like, how is that getting him like okay to but burn the Mona Lisa? Dumb, like, I mean, this is how What kind of revenge is, like, is that?
0: He would have a strike. Okay, so god. There it? need what, another hour just to talk about how uh, bad this movie is. What
1: was his Does he have he's got that thing, the fuel that's going to blow everybody up in the world or something? The is, that, powered, is that so, Is that going away yeah, cuz she blew up the house?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. It was a sab- it was sabotage, right? Like, okay, just because I can uh light um, you know, a piece of fabric and put it in in uh, a fuel tank and have yeah. a car explode doesn't mean that the car is faulty. Or the one, fabric. Or the fabric. <laughs> um, and two, like, okay, so there's so many conveniences. So he, uh, Edward Norton gives them that piece of powered rot at the beginning when they all arrive on the island. And then he just lets them have it.
1: He does? I thought like, he, he kept no, it he and it was it to stolen or something. Oh
0: No, he throws that little piece to Daniel Craig. <laughs> and that little piece is what Janelle Monáe throws into the fire which she you know created yeah. well i guess she just made bigger but anyway right. um it's just there's so many be- there's so much stu- like this guy doesn't have any security on his island he doesn't have any cameras on his island he doesn't have any uh you know security force ready to go like well plus um, what was and i Le- always hate listen <laughs> i th- there's a difference between someone not being talented and riding the coattails of, of a partner and another thing between someone being mildly retarded, right? And and we're just supposed yep. to believe that Edward Norton is mildly retarded and so are his entire circle of friends. But, like, if that were true, one, he never would have made it 10 years at, as a top mogul. And two, what does that say about Janelle Monae's the, the twin who died? Like because they were business partners that I whole time. Was she taking advantage of this person because he had the ins, the financial, you know, uh, groups and and, and um, you know parties like that? Because that's what it seems like at the beginning, right? Hey, meet this guy. He's fun and he has all the connections. He can get you anything he wants. And then he does like for the first. This is the other weird part about the movie. Um, they play it off like the one twin was 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 just cut out from the beginning, but she had eight years of business relations she would became a top business mogul right like most mm-hmm. people don't just go away and then live a sad life in a little tiny you know um house you know in the woods or wherever she was at in like, ryan johnson's got an, world they do she got another immediate <laughs> it's yeah. just it, there's so much dumb shit man there's it's the worst movie i've seen well he
1: time. you know he's got that he's got so much of that like you said uh the good thing for like this tech guy also has like his whole business plan on a napkin or whatever that gives him a billion dollars. And then, oh, he also has like a, some kind of a hydrogen or whatever fuel cell that he's inventing on the side that, that he keeps, walks around in his pocket, I guess. And, and (laughs) and then Daniel Craig is like, you know what? Since, um, and they just like hold out the napkin and let him light it on fire, which is weird too. It's like I guess it I guess it was really flammable. And then but and why then would Daniel he Craig have done that
0: immediately. Why would he keep that note around? <laughs> well, what also, what a, What a
1: quick lighter. Like she she's just holding it out there. She doesn't see him. He's like <laughs> He's like, "Oh, it's so quick." Like and then Daniel Craig's character is like, "You know what? Let's burn this fucker down." That's his response. He has no That's his whole response is like, "I'm going to I think we should burn the house down, but I don't want to do it myself. I'm going to give you the matches and walk out the door
0: for and, whatever reason. Let, and let's back up a little bit. Let's back up a little bit. Okay, cause so, so, you know, we, we've clearly crossed into spoilers. Um, Edward Norton's the bad guy. It's obvious from minute one. I mean, we know he's the bad guy. There's no surprise here. It's crazy to me that they're trying to play it off like, the sis, the the twin who's alive doesn't suspect him like she suspect the circle of friends but not him like okay but so you're Edward Norton one why do you invite this woman to your home in the beginning why do you even send her a box okay uh two i don't know and
1: she was she did he know she was dead
0: already They they were not in a good place there's no yeah. way he But did he send her a
1: box her. before he killed her?
0: Yes he sends her a box, right? And the only reason he kills her is because, like the 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 night that she gets the box, she also finds her the the original paper. That's another convenience, oh, right? For, for ten yeah. years, she can't find this note, and Not then kidding. she has this this uh, this you know reaction. Puzzle box arrives. Box. She throws over her bookshelf, and hey, there's the note. So then she emails the circle of friends and says, "Hey, I'm going to report you motherfuckers tomorrow." Right. And then Edward Norton somehow gets there the same night, right? Cuz like isn't right. he like in Greece? But all of a sudden he's in New York state upper state upper upper New York state. He kills her that night. And then a week later she shows up with the world's most famous detective. And <laughs> like have you do you know any detectives? Like, me? No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but but apparently everybody knows who Daniel Craig is, right? Like yeah, because he's apparently famous. world famous detective. We don't know how he got famous. All. But anyway, so world famous detective and a dead girl show up. If I'm Edward Norton mm-hmm plans are off you know <laughs> what I mean? not, like okay we gotta change shit up here because right. you're dead or you're a twin who's pretending to be <laughs> the woman that i just killed and here's a detective who just shows up right well that's the another
1: field. thing is he i mean he knows she's dead right he knows i think he knows she
0: has a twin yes kno- so but, but he they all know she, 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 has, she has, has a twin? twin or no yes yes they they've they've known her for 10 years they know she has a twin probably know yeah They know she has a twin. So he knows that she's the twin. It's funny. There is a specific reaction shot. If you go to the climax of this dumb fucking movie, there's a specific reaction shot where they reveal to the group that she's the twin. Yeah. The smart shot is that you show the five circle of friends going, oh, because they don't know that the original lady is dead. But Edward Norton, there's a close-up of him going, what? You're the twin, <laughs> it's like, dude, you killed the real one a week ago, of course, she's the twin. But it's such a dumb thing, you think movie he's day.
1: trying to pretend that he's innocent because no, the g- the jig is up him. at
0: this point. He, oh, that character is so <laughs> stupid, right? Ryan Johnson wrote this character as he literally can't do anything right, he can't even figure out that the girl who he killed, who happens to have a twin, right? Shows up, it's, it's yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's all for the audience, and that's why it doesn't work. Because I mean, maybe it works for some people, but not for me. I like to get into the movie.
0: I'm sorry, (laughs) and and I'm sure there's a group of people who aren't stupid who like this movie because they just don't care. Because it's a quote unquote fun time, right? Like you hear this, just turn off your brain. I mean, I can certain there are certain okay, I get it. I get that. But that's not who Ryan Johnson is, and that's not the type of movie that he's portraying. This as I do he's think not he's a pretty this good. As a turn off your brain, movie.
1: I do think he's a pretty good director, just just not a good writer. Um, because I do like a lot of the shots and you know compositions and and the acting even. I do like it. Um, I just think that the again the writing is like going to be half of the battle, and if your writing is that convenient then it doesn't leave a lot for 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 me to enjoy and like i do need a little bit of believability like i can't just watch um a movie that doesn't make any sense you know or like a movie that's really pretty like if you show me like a really cool music video and it doesn't make any sense like a lady gaga video like I might be into it for like the two minutes of the music video, but I can't do that for like an hour and a half because I just don't care anymore. I don't care about anything yeah. or anyone. Um, so yeah, hopefully he stops writing, though I doubt
0: that will happen. He's no, had too much because, success. I mean, he's already got the third one greenlit at the at, uh, at Netflix. Um, so you're gonna watch it? Which you know, fair play, whatever <laughs> people like it, but it's just what what bothers me is. It's just, in my mind, it's a sign of society right now, <laughs> where they're literally shoveling you dog shit, mess. and you're just eating it up and smiling. Mm, delicious. You know, like, this is not a good movie, people. I'm sorry. It's like, Even the people who enjoy it, it's not a good movie, but people... It's like know, you're um, eating a glass
1: onion and
0: getting yeah. shards of glass yeah. in your mouth. Yep. And with that, <laughs> I think that closes our first podcast. Uh, yeah, good Dave? Job. Yeah, the 40 minutes. I think this is, you know, we're going to refine this and we're going to work out some kinks and I'm going to stop rocking in my chair and next time I'm going to have a mic uh, stand. So hopefully the audio is not too bad. Um, But I had fun. So let's uh, let's do this again soon. All right. I want to watch it too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, man. All right, buddy. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.